Welcome to PsalmsCast. Today is the 18th day of February. I am Denise. Whoa, it is great to be here today, although it just dawned on me that we are not going to be able to get through the whole book of Psalms this month at our current rate of doing five Psalms each day, because there's only 28 days this month. I know, I know. That's normal. Three Februarys out of four. So, to make sure that we complete all 150 chapters of the book by the 28th, we're just going to be adding one additional psalm starting today until the end of the month. So, today we are reading Psalm 18, Psalm 48, Psalm 78, Psalm 108, Psalm 138, and Psalm 29. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, but first... Let's invite the Lord to be the focus for this time. Father, we come humbly searching and seeking you. Father, you know what each one of us are facing today. And Lord, we are coming to you. We are coming to you with all of our burdens, knowing that you hold the answer As we're here in your presence, Lord, allowing your words to wash through us, reveal yourself to us, Lord. Open our minds and open our hearts to everything that you have. We are looking to you, Lord, for our lives to be transformed. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 18, David praises the Lord for rescuing him. A Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord who spoke the words of this song to the Lord on the day when the Lord rescued him from the hand of all of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and the one who rescues me. My God, my rock, and strength in whom I trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death surrounded me, and the streams of ungodliness and torrents of destruction terrified me. The cords of Sheol The netherworld, the place of the dead, surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, when I seemed surrounded, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry for help came before him into his very ears. Then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They were shaken because he was indignant and angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and fire from his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and thick darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon the cherubim storm and flew, and he sped on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, covering his pavilion, canopy around him, the darkness of the waters, 
the thick clouds of the skies. Out of the brightness before him passed his thick clouds, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them, and he sent an abundance of lightning flashes and confused and routed them in defeat. Then the stream beds of the waters appeared, and the foundations of the world were laid bare at your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. He reached from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters, he rescued me from my strong enemy, and from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he was pleased with me and delighted in me. The Lord dwelt with me according to my righteousness, moral character, spiritual integrity. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his ordinances were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was blameless before him, and I kept myself free from my sin. Therefore the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, moral character, spiritual integrity, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the kind, merciful, faithful, loyal, you show yourself kind. With the blameless, you show yourself blameless. With the pure, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted and humble people, but bring down those arrogant fools with haughty eyes. For you cause my light to be lighted and to shine. The Lord my God illumines my darkness. For by you I can crush a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is tested. It is perfect. It is faultless. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like hinds feet, able to stand firmly and tread safely on the paths of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your gracious response when I pray makes me great. You enlarge the path beneath me and make my steps secure so that my feet will not slip. I pursued my enemies and overtook them, and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them, so that they were not able to rise. They fell wounded under my feet.
For you have encircled me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me in defeat, and I silenced and destroyed those who hated me. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. Even to the Lord they cried, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them fine as the dust before the wind. I emptied them out as the dirt of the streets. You have rescued me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as the head of the nations. A people whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear me, they respond and obey me. Foreigners feign obedience to me. Foreigners lose heart and come trembling out of their strongholds. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. And may the God of my salvation be exalted, the God who avenges me, who subdues peoples, nations under me. He rescues me from my enemies. Yes, you lift me up above those who rise up against me. You deliver me from the man of violence. Therefore, I will give thanks and praise you, O Lord, among the nations and sing praises to your name. He gives great triumphs to his king and shows steadfast love and mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. Psalm 48 The Beauty and Glory of Zion Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, his holy mountain. Fair and beautiful in elevation, the joy of all the earth is Mount Zion, the city of David in the far north, the city of the great king. God in her palaces has made him known as a stronghold. For lo, the kings assembled themselves. They came and passed by together. They saw it. Then they were amazed. They were stricken with terror. They fled in alarm. Panic seized them there, and pain as that of a woman in childbirth. With the east wind, you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God will establish her forever. We have thought of your loving kindness, O God, in the midst of your temple. As is your name, O God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness, rightness, justice. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your righteous judgments. Walk about Zion. Go all around her. Count her towers. Consider her ramparts. Go through her palaces that you may tell the next generation about her glory. For this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even until death. Psalm 78, God's guidance of his people in spite of their unfaithfulness. Listen, 
O my people, to my teachings. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth and be willing to learn. I will open my mouth in a parable to instruct using examples. I will utter dark and puzzling sayings of old that contain important truth, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but we will tell to the generation to come the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord and tell of His great might and power and the wonderful works that He has done. For He established a testimony, a specific precept in Jacob, and appointed a law in Israel which he commanded our fathers that they should teach to their children the great facts of God's transactions with Israel, that the generation to come might know them, that the children still to be born may arise and recount them to their children, that they should place their confidence in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not prepare its heart to know and follow God, and whose spirit was not faithful to God. The sons of Ephraim were armed as archers and carrying bows, yet they turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God and refused to walk according to his laws. And they forgot his incredible works and his miraculous wonders that he had shown them. He did marvelous things in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zon, where Pharaoh resided. He divided the Red Sea and allowed them to pass through it, and he made the waters stand up like water behind a dam. In the daytime he led them with a cloud and all the night with a light of fire. He split rocks in the wilderness and gave them abundant water to drink, like the ocean depths. He brought streams also from the rock at Rephidim and Kadesh and caused waters to run down like rivers. Yet they still continued to sin against him by rebelling against the Most High in the desert. And in their hearts, they put God to the test by asking for food according to their selfish appetite. Then they spoke against God. They said, Can God prepare food for a table in the wilderness? Behold, he struck the rock so that waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Or will he provide meat for his people? Therefore, when the Lord heard, he was full of wrath. A fire was kindled against Jacob, and his anger mounted up against Israel, because they did not believe in God. They did not rely on him. They did not adhere to him. And they did not trust in his salvation, his power to save. Yet he commanded the clouds from above, and opened the doors of heaven. And he rained down manna upon them to eat, and he gave them the grain of heaven. Man ate the bread of angels. 
God sent them provision and abundance. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and by his unlimited power he guided the south wind. He rained meat upon them like the dust, and winged birds quail like the sands of the seas. And he let them fall in the midst of their camp, around their tents. So they ate and were well filled. He gave them what they craved. Before they had satisfied their desire, and while their food was still in their mouths, the wrath of God rose against them and killed some of the strongest of them and subdued the choice young men of Israel. In spite of all this, they still sinned, for they did not believe his wonderful and extraordinary works. Therefore he consumed their days like a breath, in emptiness and futility, and their years in sudden terror. When he killed some of them, then those remaining sought him, and they returned to him and searched diligently for God for a time. And they remembered that God was their rock, and the Most High God their Redeemer. Nevertheless, they flattered him with their mouths and lied to him with their tongues. For their heart was not steadfast toward him, nor were they faithful to his covenant. But he, the source of compassion and loving kindness, forgave their wickedness and did not destroy them. Many times he restrained his anger and did not stir up all his wrath, for he graciously remembered that they were merely human flesh, a wind that goes and does not return. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Again and again they tempted God and distressed the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember the miracles worked by his powerful hand, nor the day when he redeemed them from the enemy, how he worked his miracles in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zon, where Pharaoh resided, and turned their rivers into blood and their streams so that they could not drink. He sent among them swarms of flies which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them. He also gave their crops to the grasshopper and the fruit of their labor to the locusts. He destroyed their vines with great hailstones and their sycamore trees with frost. He gave over their cattle also to the hailstones and their flocks and herds to thunderbolts. He sent upon them his burning anger, his fury and indignation and distress, a band of angels of destruction among them. He leveled a path for his anger to give it free run. He did not spare their souls from death, but turned over their lives to the plague. He killed all the firstborn in Egypt, the first and best of their strength in the tents of the land of the sons of Ham. But God led his own people forward like sheep, and guided them in the wilderness like a good shepherd with a flock. He led them safely so that they did not fear, but the sea engulfed their enemies. So he brought them to his holy land, to this mountain, Zion, which his right hand had acquired. 
He also drove out the nations before the sons of Israel and allotted their land as an inheritance measured out and partitioned. And he had the tribes of Israel dwell in their tents, the tents of those who had been dispossessed. Yet they tempted and rebelled against the Most High God and did not keep his testimonies, laws. They turned back and acted unfaithful like their fathers. They were twisted like a warped bow that will not respond to the archer's aim. For they provoked him to righteous anger with their high places devoted to idol worship and moved him to jealousy with their carved images by denying him the love, worship, and obedience that is rightfully and uniquely his. When God heard this, he was filled with righteous wrath and utterly rejected Israel, greatly hating her ways, so that he abandoned the tabernacle at Shiloh, the tent in which he had dwelt among men, and gave up his strength and power, the Ark of the Covenant, into captivity, and his glory into the hand of the enemies, the Philistines. He also handed his people over to the sword and was infuriated with his inheritance, Israel. And fire of war devoured his young men, and his bereaved virgins had no wedding songs. His priests, Hophni and Phinehas, fell by the sword, and his widows could not weep. Then the Lord awakened as from sleep, like a mighty warrior who awakens from the sleep of wine, fully conscious of his power. He drove his enemies backward. He subjected them to lasting shame and dishonor. Moreover, he rejected the tent of Joseph and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim in which the tabernacle stood, but he chose the tribe of Judah as Israel's leader, Mount Zion, which he loved to replace Shiloh as his capital. For he built his sanctuary, exalted like the heights of the heavens, like the earth which he has established forever. He also chose David his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds. From tending the ewes with nursing young, he brought him to shepherd Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. So David shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart, and guided them with his skillful hands. Psalm 108 Praise and supplication to God for victory. A song, a psalm of David. O God, my heart is steadfast with confident faith. I will sing. I will sing praises even with my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise and give thanks to you, O Lord, among the people. And I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your loving kindness is great and higher than the heavens. Your truth reaches to the skies. Be exalted in majesty, O God above the heavens, and your glory above all the earth. That your beloved ones may be rescued, save with your right hand and answer me. 
God has spoken in his holiness, I will rejoice. I will portion out Shechem as I divide Canaan among my people and measure out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the helmet of my head, my stronghold, my defense. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washbowl. Over Edom I will throw my shoe to show Edom is mine. Over Philistia I will shout in triumph. Who will bring me into the fortified city of Petra? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? And will you not go out, O God, with our armies? Give us help against the adversary, for deliverance by man is in vain, a worthless hope. With God, we will do valiantly, for it is he who will trample down our enemies. Psalm 138 Thanksgiving for the Lord's Favor A Psalm of David I will give you thanks with all my heart. I will sing praises to you before the pagan gods. I will bow down in worship toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word together with your name. On the day I called, you answered me, and you made me bold and confident with renewed strength in my life. All the kings of the land will give thanks and praise you, O Lord, when they have heard of the promises of your mouth, which were fulfilled. Yes, they will sing of the ways of the Lord, joyfully celebrating his wonderful acts. For great is the glory and majesty of the Lord. Though the Lord is exalted, he regards the lowly and invites them into his fellowship. But the proud and haughty, he knows from a distance. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. The Lord will accomplish that which concerns me. Your unwavering loving kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the work of your own hands. Since this is February, and February only has 28 days, each day from now until the end of the month, we'll do one of the Psalms that would have been on the 29th or the 30th. Today, we're reading Psalm 29, The Voice of the Lord in the Storm, a Psalm of David. Ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty and majesty of His holiness as the creator and source of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord 
breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, and Syrian, Mount Hermon, like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord rakes flames of fire, lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the doe labor and give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, all are saying, Glory. The Lord sat as king at the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give unyielding and impenetrable strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Gosh, there is so much to glean here in these psalms that are before us today. Reminders that you and I are tasked with sharing what we know with others around us, especially with the younger ones, to teach them that God is mighty, about all of His marvelous works that He has done that we find here in His Word. In one class I took at church, we explored the Word and how it has been proven to be accurate and true. But sadly, our children are not learning about God. We are too busy running and doing the stuff of the here and now to just simply stop, to reflect, to read God's Word to our families out loud together, to worship in prayer and praise to our God, who is, quite honestly, everything. Just a curious question to reflect on today. When you read the Bible, do you marvel at how God works through the different situations? Are you wowed? Do you find yourself wanting to share those nuggets that are revealed to you with others? Or do they perhaps get lost in the never-ending battle for our attention? There's no shame here because although I am regularly gobstopped by what I find, by what the Lord will show me in His Word, especially when I look at the world happenings going on here today through a biblical filter, taking time to share it with others has a lot of very unique challenges. Lots of people shut the conversation down, which is discouraging. Others just want to debate and present the secular options. There is something worse than that. It's when others scoff that I am gullible enough to still believe all of this stuff. Sometimes I'm sure that everybody already knows about this, and I... I'm just coming to the party really late. And so I don't open my mouth. So do you think that the Lord wants us to be excited about what we find here in the Bible? I do think the Lord is delighted when we find that nugget of truth that helps us navigate through life. 
when the light bulb goes off, when we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Thank you so much, Lord. Perhaps it's a verse, or perhaps it's a concept, or perhaps we're seeing similar traits that we have in our life that someone was struggling with here in the Bible. Solomon, who is noted in the Bible as the wisest man, proclaimed, there is nothing new under the sun. So if you recognize a bit of yourself in your story, in God's word, perhaps the Lord is speaking to you here. And yes, with each reading of the Bible text, the Lord has placed gifts and treasures for you to find. I encourage you to share the wow that God is showing you with others. I would love to know about those wows. At the end of the podcast are a number of ways that you can share, either through voice, text, email, or over on one of the social media platforms. Let's get excited about God's Word. Let's pass the torch and share the true light of salvation with others. Let's worship the Lord by sharing His Word any and every way that we can. Father, you are so good. You are so faithful. You are awesome. And we thank you for your word. We thank you for what you have begun in us in this new year. We welcome it with open hearts and open minds and open lives. We need you desperately. We thank you once again for the many reminders here in the book of Psalms today. We must trust you completely. We must commit all of ourselves, be all in with you, and walk with you. Then things will go well with us. Our hearts, our minds, our wills align with yours. So we ask that you would make this so. We're aware of what we're asking. We've been contemplating it, and we realize that we're saying more than we realize. We're giving you control. We ask that you reveal to us the ways that we backhandedly try to keep control, not only of our relationship with you, but of our lives. Ways that will undermine your work in us and ways that derail our lives, as has happened so many times. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, friends, if you would like to connect, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know your thoughts about the podcast. I'd love to know what, here in the Word, you're getting excited about what the Lord is doing in your life. Perhaps you need prayer for something that's happening in your life, or you know somebody who's really struggling and needs prayer. There's a way that you can do that. And also, if you need a Bible, let me know. It'd be my delight to make sure you get one. So if you're in the United States, I encourage you to call or text. That number is 470-240-1509. For listeners elsewhere around the globe, use WhatsApp 
The WhatsApp number is one 240 You can also connect and message through social media. PsalmsCast is on Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, and Parlor. So in closing, I don't know who needs to hear this word again, but it bears repeating. It's from Psalm 138. Though the Lord is exalted, He regards the lowly and invites them into His fellowship. But the proud and haughty He knows from a distance. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. I am praying for you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.